0: Yo, what going on? Finally. I know this goopy shit, <laughs> but I made my own, like, I made my first, um, like, podcast shit on my page just now, too.
1: I see, I
0: see. I did, like, a whole setup. Well,
1: before, you know, we get started, get into this. Wait, why my whole government on this thing? How do I change that? Um, you just have to go into the settings and, I don't know, it took me a minute to figure it out, but okay, I don't I think that. it'll necessarily, I don't think it'll post it since it's going to be online. But um, yeah, just, you know, tell the people, you don't have to get out your whole government, but just tell the people a <laughs> about yourself. You know, uh, how government. old are you? Where do you live? What do you do? Are you on my age sex location? What is this? Um, Just giving the people a idea of who you are and your perspective.
0: Okay, okay. One two one two. What going on? What going on? Um, my name is Curry, Uh but people call me Rico, uh Amali or whatever the fuck you want to call me to be honest. I answer it to it all. Once it's respectful. I am from the United States Balgin Islands and I recently moved to the mainlands of America, like two years ago. And ever since I moved from the islands to like the mainlands, I've been living my best fucking life. I kid you not. Coming from a small island where everybody is so traditional and you know everybody knows everybody it's so hard to try to you know be your own self and be a free thinker so that's why i had to move so now that i'm here exactly i can recklessly talk my shit i mean even, even if i go back home now i can do it now because i have the confidence and the power and the experiences of existing within my like Within my whole existence in regards to my ethnicity, sexuality, my hunger, my anything I want to do, I can do that shit. So that's well, a little I mean, gist of me. I'm very, very intellectual. I like topics that literally make people uncomfortable. Because when you're uncomfortable, you're changing. When you're changing, you're growing. When you're growing, you make money. So let's do that.
1: Exactly. And that's part of the reason why I started this podcast was simply, you know, to say the stuff that people are scared to say and I'm sure you know from living in it, there, you know, a lot of people are so caught up in fitting in and wanting to
0: be everybody's friend or Well, why do you <laughs> think that is? Why do you think that's happening? Like, why do you think that is? Society and I'm
1: I wouldn't necessarily I don't necessarily know how that became that way but I know it's like a lot of people it stems from insecurities and just people being afraid to be themselves, which is sad. But I mean, you think they're afraid to be
0: themselves, or they don't even have yeah. the space to figure out who they are? Like me, back at home, we don't have like avenues of like gay clubs or avenues of it be like not even gay clubs, just forms of expression outside of like the main culture. And it's like people like myself exist outside of stereotypical ideas of a Caribbean person or a West Indian. I like alternative music, I like rock, I like hip hop, I like all that shit too. So it's like, when you don't have the space to express yourself, you don't really know who you are. So you just, especially because of social media now too, it's so easy to think that you want to be this person or you want to be like this person because you feel like what you're doing ain't good enough. When that person probably sleeping on somebody's sofa, taking pictures in their uncle clothes, to be honest.
1: Well, I mean, I understand what you're saying in a sense, but I do feel like you may not be born or have access to the place to be yourself, but that's why it's important for people like us to create those places for other people to be safe and feel comfortable to express themselves, you know? Like, you grew up in the Caribbean where there isn't really much of a safe gay space for people to be themselves and express themselves, even though, you know, being gay isn't just one particular image or idea, you know? I grew up in the South in Mississippi, and I was like the only open kid in high school. And there's nothing here—just a bunch of rednecks and racism and homophobia. So, like, that's, <laughs> that, that's literally all I know. Like, one of my youngest experiences—I think I was maybe, I think I was maybe like nine. Um, I was traveling the country, going to New Orleans, like going further down Mississippi to Louisiana, and I had a redneck man approach me at a gas station. And telling my mother I ought to be ashamed for, um you know, procreating with the N-word, you know. This is an explicit podcast, but...
0: But it's so crazy for you to say that because, like, looking at you and how you look, people would never expect you to have that type of experience. Like, me, I'm physically yeah. dark-skinned. Like, my phenotype shows darker melanin-nated skin. Even though I come from a biracial background of my mother... Um, Being like, and you know, Puerto Rican grandmother being Panamanian, but my father's side is what's the quote unquote black side, and I have his, of course, skin color. And I've had people who are quote unquote like light skin or mulatto or whatever tell me that they've experienced so much more racism than I have ever in my entire like existence. And it's crazy because I feel like I more so don't experience it because I force myself to confirm to whiteness like i've learned how like when i go to work i learned how to switch my accent code switch turn it off i've learned how to like blend in with the white people to the point where it's like they still don't like me but they're not yeah. bothered by me because they yeah, I I to them. But why do we have switch. to do that though
1: it's we don't i'm not saying we should have to but it's just it's part of survival you know Unfortunately, we live in a world that isn't accepting of our backgrounds, sexualities, cultures, or whatever. So you have to, you know, you got to do what you got to do to survive. And unfortunately, at this point in time, that means conforming to the white heterosexual male standards. But um, <sighs> we can get deeper to that on another episode. But
0: sure, um... <laughs> I mean, but that was a good intro to show the people that would not yes, that on aren't here to talk about. Dick and ass and sex and all that shit. Even though we gonna get into that. Oh
1: well, but, you know what the people the to right. when get, want to hear. So we gotta give them the what they want.
0: The first, episode You gotta give people everything they want. You gotta give them animation, theatrics, all that shit.
1: So, Craig, how old
0: are you? So I am currently twenty six. My birthday is January seventh. I was born nineteen ninety three. Um, my birthday's next week, Tuesday. Turn up to all my Capricorns. Love y'all. Um, yeah. I'm and 26, just... but I mentally feel sometimes like I'm 41. I kid you not. <laughs> People oh, my age number. probably right now are in the club popping bottles. Mind you, my birthday's Tuesday, and I'm in my bed.
1: Well, you know, Craig, I know a little something, something, you know, you be in the clubs, you know. I mean,
0: I do what I, I do, what I can, you know. Yeah,
1: you know, I heard you know, you you made a few
0: appearances at Blow. I mean, kids. I do. Oh man, I used to. <laughs>
1: no, 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 I hate that club.
0: Wow. Well, I', I mean, hate
1: the club. I like the club. I just had a bad experience. The one the only time I've ever been there with my boyfriend, um, just the gays. They're very thirsty, and you know I'm with my man, we're dancing, and you know it's fine everybody wants to dance have a good time you know i'm I could I basically dance with anybody have a good time, but the same time you see this is my man, we're engaging with each other. we came together. I'm on him exclusively. Mm-hmm. you know we can dance, but then you you come in and try to make a move, and then you and your homeboy are looking like y'all trying to have a threesome with him, like, no, I'm not gonna let that happen. So, dead ass, I almost got to fight in the club with two random light like, skinned dudes. Oh my God. And that's just gonna be wherever I go because I've noticed people in LA, were real people from like, you know, Watts, Compton, like the hood, like mm-hmm. the more rougher areas, they're not scared to fight. But a lot of people, particularly the kids in the club scene, they're more worried about keeping up an image, which, you know, I'm saying image is important when it comes to your branding and your career. However, one thing's important to me in my personal moral compass is respect and you will not disrespect me i will not allow that i'm gonna check it the first time
0: okay let me ask you a quick question just so that people can understand how mm-hmm. how what what's a way that somebody could disrespect you that you don't like personally like so that they know because if someone doesn't know that they're like literally disrespecting you based off of your guidelines people get ignorant they get mad and they express like such frustration but if like if somebody doesn't know that this is something that disrespects you or make you feel uncomfortable because there's cultural differences, like me when I go to my job right now, I work with all white all white women, basically all women, and they have a habit of not saying good morning, like for me, where I'm from, everywhere that's beautiful. Wow, right. that's energy
1: well it I guess you have to set the tone for what you respect and what's considered respectful to you, but I just feel like in that particular instance I made a reference to, it's clear when two people are involved with each other. And
0: but anybody to come
1: upon it, what is In what LA?
0: When I was there, I've witnessed a lot of oh, this is who I'm with, but then on Sunday, you on you, you at rage like tearing it open on somebody else. But on Friday, I saw you at blow with your quote unquote boyfriend, and then you at kitchen 24 with this next right. man,
1: right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, and I'm just, I'm not that one, I'm not never gonna be that one. But I mean, I get what you're saying. A lot of people within the community are so open relationships and doing whatever. But that's just not mm-hmm. me, you know. I mean, that's, that's what we're going to get into, you know, hookup culture and dating. You know, I'm down with the hookup. I'm a very sex- sexually liberated adult, but at the same time, that's fun for the moment. You know, I'm a bit younger than you. I'm 24. I'll be 25 in June. You're a Gemini? But mentally, I'm somewhere. You no, know, I'm Even a cancer. Better. Woo! yes. You I love me
0: Caps and Cancers link 100% up. 100% Water Signs. I love Scorpios, Pisces, and Cancer. It's my favorite people. Mm.
1: Uh, uh Capricorn is an Earth Sign. You know Earth Signs and Water Signs are extremely compatible. Yeah,
0: we make mud. <laughs> Pause. See, that's all. <laughs> Pause. we not accepting but, any yeah. mud 2020. <laughs> Fix that. So,
1: It's just more about complimentary. I've noticed with astrology and dating, that's a whole other thing. A lot of, I want to say a lot, but I've experienced some people who will typically, you know, just write off some ideas based off their zodiac sign, which I do feel like zodiac and astrology are, they're not rules. They're not, you know, this is what it is and this is what it is in black and white. It's more of a guideline, you know. Some signs are more compatible to others, but it doesn't mean it won't work, you know. Typically, Your opposite signs are ones who make good chemistry but have problems with the actual relationship. You know, fire and water signs, good chemistry, low communication, so the relationship doesn't work. Uh, Water and earth signs are good on all levels, friendship or Mm relationship-wise. Air and fire are very complementary. But fire and and earth just kind
0: of... I mean, I have fun with Leo's. I won't even lie to you. Aries as well. Um, Sagittarius see right
1: and there. I hate both of those signs. I really do my very first relationship in high school boyfriend with the Aries was trash you know, Wait, the girl let, let's start there, let's name. start there.
0: you said you had your first relationship with a guy in high school. How old were you
1: mm-hmm. uh, fourteen by 13. what
0: i didn't even know men could even like be together when I was fourteen. I kid you not the first time I even knew like gay sex like Penetrating of the asshole, excuse my language, but existed. I was like seventeen. I kid you not.
1: Well, that's some people are like. I was very. I was. Well, another thing about me is I was forced to grow up at an early age, just because you know, growing up with a single mother, and I was the oldest out of, you know, her three sons. You know, I was kind of forced to take on a more responsible role, so, you know, I just grew into myself early. I knew what I wanted and I wasn't afraid of being myself even I knew that was something I was accepted. I knew that, you know, hey, I'm not going to hide who I am and I won't hide who I am. I'm going to be who I am and you don't have to like it, but you will respect me and if you don't respect me, then we can just fight about wow. it.
0: <laughs> That's like,
1: I will literally fight anybody. I will literally
0: fight You would? like anybody? I, know, I just... For me, I don't fight fair, so I try not to fight at all. Because I will pull your balls. I would like, I would, I would do like, what? I need to argue. So I don't fight. I definitely don't try to fight. I'm definitely, more, I don't even argue. I want to see what I like, Okay. Well,
1: that's the thing. Cool. I, I'm the same way. Like, I don't argue. I'm a cancer. I'm very, I want to say, overly sensitive. So I'm emotional. And I can disagree with somebody. I feel like a, a lot of people don't know, nowadays don't know how to disagree with someone without taking it personally. We can disagree and have a fine conversation with people take it personally. I just don't do disrespect, and that's where the fighting comes into play. You know, we can disagree. You know, I can walk away. When you disrespect me, that's when it comes personal. And I, I can't do the roast, and I don't do the jokes, ha-ha. I can read. I can read, you know. I can read you to get off a of facts and there's nothing you can do about that. But I can't do that for so long, before I'm ready to throw hands. <laughs> And, like, I'm just, I'm very rowdy. Like, I just, I like to fight. And if I can't fight, I and mean, if I lose, I'm going to get you for a second round. If I lose that round, I'm going to try the third time. And if I can get you the third time, I'm just going to shoot you. These but what is, it, like, is, what is it, what is it, what is it based off of? Is
0: it based off of, like, pride? Oh, no, you said respect, not not pride. My bad, respect.
1: No, I'm not a prideful person. Like, there's.
0: So you would own if somebody beat you up. you would own it versus trying to get another round?
1: Yeah, I would definitely, I would definitely take, no, I wouldn't say I would take the, I would take the hell for the moment and then. You know, have a chance to try to redeem myself. (laughs) You know, and if I just know, like, okay, this is something I'm not winning, I'm going to ultimately win because I'm going to shoot you.
0: Wow. (laughs) You're shooting.
1: Yeah, um, that's part of my culture growing up in the South, honey. You know, and I really,
0: really, really do appreciate and love like a black American culture because like there's this thing where like it's not recognized okay for example i mean this is jumping from like topic to topic i know but it's like this conversation is so stimulating me coming from the virgin islands right moving to the continental u.s and let's say i apply to a job and somebody that looks just like me dark skin whatever the case may be if i open my mouth and i use my accent i am i like automatically have like a I got advantage over, like, a black American. And I try my best not to live in that space of privilege because I understand it. It's just, like, anywhere I go, if I talk and I use my accent, people are like, oh, my gosh, who are you? Like, you want to drink? You want to But
1: do you know why that is? Tell me. I'm asking you, do you know why? Because I, I mean, know why. I try to think. Come everybody very... has their
0: own perspective of, like, what it is for them.
1: But... Well, me... Well, me coming from the middle lines, you know, I grew up seeing both sides of it. And like you say, you know, most mulatto, biracial or mixed race people have been more racist. And that's because simply going into black areas, black spaces, you know, I have always told, you know, I wasn't black enough. You know, I'm too white, which is ironic because not of me and my two younger brothers, you know, we all have different dads. But my dad's the darkest. And I'm the lightest out of all of us.
0: Wait, so you say you have and three brothers and you're the oldest? I have two younger brothers. So I have six siblings, and actually I have more than six. My mother has six children, and my father has four. So I'm in one out of the two. So I'm the oldest out of nine, and I'm 26 years old, and I had to, like, do everything for all these little kids. So I feel as though I didn't have no time to figure out what I wanted and what I liked at, like, 14, 15, 16, because I was too busy babysitting, cooking, combing hair, changing shitty diapers.
1: And that's the same way I was, you know, cooking, cleaning, mm-hmm. helping with homework. You know, right out of high school, I got a job and help take care of my uh, youngest brother. You know, he, he's playing basketball in high school now, buying buying his shoes and stuff. Making sure Don't that make you feel shoes, good, though? I mean, it does to a certain extent, but I've reached a point in my life now. You know, I'm 24 and I haven't finished college. Yet. You know, I did two years. but I took time off to help my family. But now I kind of feel like my family is somewhat handicapping I'm it to allow me. To, I love
0: that you just took accountability for that. I love it. Because I was talking to people, my and, and now,
1: know. you know, I'm just like, and now I'm just like, you know what, this is my time. I'm 2019 was a year of a lot of bad things happening, but I also grew from it. And now I'm just like, you know, I'm not gonna let up the homie back. I'm gonna keep moving forward, and I'm just on this journey right now. And right now, my journey is telling me to go to LA because, ironically, I know a lot of people out there, even only been once, but my best friend. From high school. uh, met her in 2011. She actually grew up in San Bernardino. You know, that's outside of LA. Yeah. It's so, a little bit of a drive, but not too far. But, you know, met her family, and they was like, you know, they met me, and they were like, you can't be from Mississippi. You don't act like, you know... Act like you what does that mean? And I was like, yeah, I'm from... Well, typically there's this whole southern thing, and I do have a southern accent to a certain extent, but no one from the south believes I'm here from here. Is it because of how you look? And people from everywhere, from the way I look, from the way I act, the way I dress, where I present myself in general, just I, I moved around a lot as a child, traveled a lot, you know. Mm. Um, before I was, uh, I've been everywhere: Miami, uh, up through Florida, Miami, Jacksonville, Atlanta, Memphis, New Orleans, New York.
0: Chicago. So when you come into um, the Virgin Islands or even Puerto Rico? I don't know. Um, my
1: boyfriend said he wants to go to the Bahamas. Bahamas.
0: I'm like, so I'm like, I'm let me put you know, on the yeah. game. If you go to the Bahamas, I'm not sure if you have a passport or not, but you need a passport to go to the Bahamas. Where I'm from, yeah. you don't need a passport. <laughs> <laughs> I like,
1: yeah. Hey, the right. islands, yeah, because Exactly. It's
0: so for the listeners out there, I'm promoting my island, my tourism go to St. Thomas. We have carnival around the end of April until May some shit. St. Croix is another island. We have carnival going on right now. Then St. John, we have carnival for like 4th of July. Book your tickets. It's literally $200 on Delta. Round trip from almost anywhere. Have a good fucking time. You're welcome. you.
1: So when uh, did you leave the Virgin Island? Uh,
0: July 2017. And I moved to L.A. July 2017 when I moved. And I felt like I moved to L.A. because when I was like, what, 24 at the time? Yeah. So I was like 24. And I moved to L.A. because one of my friends from the Virgin Islands was living there. And I knew a lot of people on social media because I used to do like pictures and videos and all that shit, too. All that pretty boy Instagram shit. So I got a lot of...
1: But you do realize you do have a pretty, you have a, what they call, a, I guess, the attractive or pretty boy um, advantage, pretty, pretty boy privilege. privilege.
0: Sometimes yeah. I do, and then I, I, I get humbled a lot of the time. It's
1: not sometimes, and I feel like it's nothing
0: to be ashamed of.
1: It just, I do feel like it's, it's unfortunate that certain people have advantages based on how they're born, which they have no control over. But me personally, you know, that doesn't work on me because that doesn't, that doesn't do anything for me. You know, okay, you're born attractive, but what are you, so you're providing, what are you bringing? But to the attractiveness you a is substance? subjective,
0: too, because it's, like, depends on where you go, going, who you're talking to. So in L.A., I was deemed, um, I wouldn't even say, attra- in L.A., it was just, like, everybody is so either white mixed with hispanic um, descent or some type of lighter pigment so someone that is like a darker toned, like when i go to puerto rico all the time is example where you're like the least popular type of person everybody is like oh my god you look different oh my god you sound different who are you versus they're actually genuinely interested to get to know who you are it's more like a curiosity thing like humans are always wondering about the fucking unknown and trying to rename it trying to figure out what's going on So when I moved to LA, I was fresh up the islands. My accent was raw. Like I could barely code switch. So when I went there to talk to everybody in my accent, I got so many opportunities just off of my accents. Like my friends would use me to get into like venues and clubs and events because I would use my accent.
1: Well, like I said, do you know why that is? Talk to me. It's it's because culturally African-Americans, you know, Black people who grew up within the states, you know, American, Black Americans, have the stereotype of being uneducated, unmotivated, you know, having no drive. And typically speaking, but other Black people, um, non-American Blacks, you know, people who've come to the U.S. from the U.K. or the islands or Africa or anywhere else, you know, they already know they're at a disadvantage by being Black, so therefore they definitely come to U.S. and they're definitely usually more educated, more driven, and everything else that Black Americans are deemed not, basically. They're the exact opposite. They are more white appealing than Black Americans. So even if you aren't that educated or don't have that drive, you still have the benefit of having a cultural stereotype that says
0: you mm. are. Mm. But then again, it's like at the same time I experience both sides of the pe- the spectrum, so it isn't until I actually open my mouth. Most of the time, my privilege doesn't kick in, so I have a I have big lips, I have a big nose, I have like a big head. So it's just like I'm prominently, like physically, what most people would deem as like. Unattractive, and I just don't understand why. Because, like, where I grew up, it's 97% black, and the Virgin Islands, like, we don't, I wouldn't say we don't experience racism because the white people that are there are in minority. So, it's like we don't really have that effect of feeling that feeling. And it wasn't until I moved I wouldn't here. say I
1: have racism, but I'd say I would y'all have some more of a colorism issue.
0: Definitely, definitely. Definitely colorism is a real thing, but that stems from American, like, culture yeah. bleeding into our, like, our TVs and commercials mm-hmm. and all that shit like that, more so than anything else.
1: And I learned about this from who was also Caribbean, like I told you, Jamaican and any. And what's ironic is that Jamaica is notorious for being one of the most homophobic of the island. I feel like my that's grandmother. Not true, I don't think so. Well, from what I've learned. But, well, like I said, my grandmother in law, you know, we never ever really talk about it, but I've just been myself, Brandon, since I met them back in 2005. You know, I've a grown friend, right and I was, what, 10, and I'm 24, and that's like, been you know I me mean more than half my life. And there's never been an issue of whether I was accepted or not. It's just always been love. And I just. So I, even though I'm not Caribbean by blood. I'm Caribbean. Like that's my family. That's how I grew up. You know, going to New York and go, you know Jamaica right, in right. the summer, and you know visiting in Florida and going up listening to reggae and dance hall and stuff. You know, that's just
0: eating. Boy, your
1: bo- 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 bo-
0: chicken <laughs> guava cheese. Gravy you know, and hey, if anybody listen out there, yes. you want to know what to get me to ever eat? Get me some rice and peas. Oxtail with curry gravy, plantain, and maybe some macaroni if I feel like that. Boom.
1: Oh my gosh. I I love plantains. Like I'm not a meat eater, but I love, love, love fruit. Like I love me some mango. I love mango is my favorite. My fruit, favorite fruit. My favorite fruit of all time
0: is guava, hands down. Wow, that's crazy. I have a guava body scrub that I use. But you know what's weird for me? Being <laughs> here in America, like it's just weird going to the grocery store and buying, like, mangoes or buying, like, any type of fruit. I'm so used to going outside in my yard and just pulling a mango and eating it or just pulling a sour sap or pulling a guava. It's really, really weird to know that, like, I got to go to the store and pay for it. And then most of them is false, right? When people try to give me, like, fruits, I'd be like, this is not even, like, good. It don't taste good. But when you don't know better, it's, like, whatever. But then again, yeah. I don't want to sound like I'm speaking of a place of so like, privileged. But I just like to bring awareness that, like, the real thing exists and the real thing tastes good. And you just have to take a plane trip to the islands and have a good time. Well, you
1: know, that's the thing. It's not not native to the States. You know, everything we get is imported and stuff that is grown here isn't grown the same way it's grown down there. So
0: So what is grown here? Like, what belongs to America? Because I feel like everything in America is just borrowed Milton Pot culture. It's like, what is American culture? Pretty
1: much it's what it is. American culture is no culture. It's black culture. culture American culture is watered down white European culture that has taking on aspects of other culture that they have deemed ghetto or bad from other cultures but the white people can use it and it becomes popular for them you know everything that they say black people have that's ghetto or ratchet or whatever white people adopt those same culture and practices and pieces of culture and you know it's very fashion and vogue for them and same thing with Hispanics you know white you know, there I'll build the wall, but white people ain't never saying no to Cinco de Mayo.
0: Shit, they always at everybody taco Tuesday. Drinking exactly. all their motherfucking margaritas.
1: <laughs> but like I said, growing up on, you know, on that both sides. So I would say though. both sides of the spectrum. I would say grew up on both sides of the spectrum. I grew up right in the middle. Like I said for the black people I was too white. I didn't fit in and white people, you know, I definitely wasn't white. But I would say the I still identify as black because I I have a love and respect for black women like no other. And that's because I have received nothing but love. You mean black
0: women as in like black women of all spectrums of the skin tone? Yes. Or just.
1: All black women, like black women, African black women, you know, just because they was like, you know, you may not fit in, but they understand because society, like speaking in terms of society, black women are the most disadvantaged next to black trans women.
0: Never next to. Or black gay men. The gay worst, the, I'm not say the worst, but the lowest on the totem pole is definitely black trans women. For sure.
1: Well, like I said, the, and they're, they're like a step up from them in black gays, For sure. So, it's, they're close, but they understand what it's like. And with me, you know, I made people think, you know, oh, I had this privilege of growing up lighter skinned, but Oh, yes although i was lighter skinned to the white people i was still a nigga
0: right and even when yes, it comes okay. to that right because i've one of my friends um uh, his name is a He lives in new york he is mixed he's white and black right but he is light skinned but he has like really 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 like 4c texture hair so
1: and that's how right and it is.
0: creates like an internal struggle for them because it is like even I don't know, I try to always put myself in place it's almost who are
1: you? Right,
0: it's, it's, most people are just like, Okay, cool, you light skin, you could come to the party, but why your hair look like that? So it's like they get a pass but then they don't, but then it's like we're supposed to cut them slack because this I don't know. When I when I came to America, that's when I had to like really <clears throat> be mindful about just experiences in general and that literally brings us to the topics that we posted on Twitter to get people to pull to let us know what we're talking about. Because we just hit the 30-minute mark. We opened up the show with a beautiful intro of some intellect. People know that we ain't here just talking shit.
1: Well, like I said, we can get into it. I said, yeah, we both got off topic. I mean, we're just drinking. And letting people That's know, authentic are, energy, though. When you're talking course.
0: real shit, it's just talking. Hey, yeah.
1: And that's what this show is about, you know, people from two backgrounds, but have somewhat similar experiences. And that's that's what I wanted, you know, someone who is not the same as someone who can show me something different or give me a different perspective. That way, it's not just, oh, this is what I say in my perspective. No, like, I want it to be a place where people can come and talk and share their experiences. It's not about what's right and what's wrong. It's just simply getting to know each other and having this space where we can all feel comfortable. Mm-hmm.
0: Man, I wish when I was, like, younger that I had something like this to listen to being in the island. So I feel like now that I'm older and the younger dudes and females and just anybody else that's younger than me that follows me, they use me as an example to be like, oh, yo, like, you move from St. Thomas and you out oh, there doing this now and you post what you want and you be on Twitter talking about how much guys you like and I'm so happy for you. And I'm just like, you could do the same shit, too. So I'm happy for even, like, an opportunity like this so they can hear my voice, my experience, what I did, what I'm doing to continue making that shit because it's not fun. And it's not fun at all.
1: Well, definitely. And like I said, my goal for this is just to grow and become more inclusive of, you know, of more people. And even though they, we might not have the same views as them, you know, just little space where they can feel welcome and have a platform to, you know, speak. And have mm-hmm. that voice that they didn't have. And eventually I do. It's one. I don't know if it sounds cliche, but I do definitely want to start a non-profit in the future. And start a scholarship fund for LGBT youth to help, you know, people get into school and pursue their dreams, you know. And there's nothing wrong if you want to be a hairstylist or a designer or a whatever. But there's more to being gay than just being an Insta model or... A makeup artist or, or I feel whatever like Those you know, job titles what you just
0: want to mean be. the idea of somebody being a creative like being a creative is outside of any of those titles like whether somebody does a gay does makeup or cold um, we call it ghost songs for people like any type of creative form of expressing themselves i feel like gay specifically are really good at that because they've been suppressed for such a long time that when you get a, finally get a chance to like Release that shit. It's good.
1: They've been suppressed, but they've also been hushed. Old It's, it. it's like they, they, they have, they have be, either one, but they have been. They've always been here. That's the thing. People like okay, be, being gay is popular, and gay people have always been here. They're always going to be here, no matter what you do. The problem is society had it before to where it was taboo to be spoken about, which is why you know people were living to be 50 60 70 and not you know having fake lives and secret lives and you know have a whole family but that's not really what they want and then you know they're 60 years old and come out the class like hey i'm gay no we're living in days now where we want people to be open and there's enough room for us to all coexist straight gay bi asexual whatever you want to be but just living living in your truth will have if people are living their truth and just be respectful. The world be a better place, but the problem is a lot of people base their bigotry, homophobia, sexism, racism off of religious and cultural beliefs, which have no grounds whatsoever. But like that's a topic for another day. Because I was about to get into it's crazy, but I'm not even gonna do that. Let okay, but like I said, let's let's get back into the whole dating. What's your current relationship status?
0: I am single, taken, complicated. Not letting anybody waste my time because, like,
1: okay. With that being ugh. said, is there anybody that might hear this and be like, "Oh, you're single"?
0: Um, no, can't be because. Okay. The only person that I recently was like really trying to take serious, um, just fucked my whole head up. Basically I'm I'm just this is a side note. Two seconds, give me two seconds. So, um, I was communicating with someone, you know, interested in them. I've never been sexually intimate with the person or anything like that. But we've been talking and communicating and he's been to my house and all that shit like that. But he told me hey, before we move for, further with anything else, I have something I need to disclose to you. So I asked him, like, okay, mm-hmm. so, so what is it? He's, he told me like, oh, well, his bro told him not to tell me yet. So in my mind, I immediately got like triggered and I was just like, okay, what are the things that he could possibly want to tell me that he doesn't want to tell me? So many things came to my head that I don't even want to mention. But my point of this whole situation is, like, if you're going to tell me that you have something that you need to disclose to me that's going to prevent us from moving forward and you don't, then I'm not going to waste my time trying to pursue you if you are holding back something that you need to disclose in order for us to move forward. Because then that means you're not trying to move forward if you're not trying to openly communicate. still didn't tell me what it was up to today. And he told me that he wanted to talk to me in person about it or on the phone or what the case may be. I get it. But I'm one of those people that's like, don't tell me, hey, I got something to tell you. And then don't say it because then I'm going to go like fucking crazy. Granted, I do respect right. everyone's personal time in there. You know, that timing is right. And they feel like whatever it may be, your personal business. But if this is something that you feel will keep us from moving forward in the direction that I thought we were going, then I'm not going to deal with that. I'm not getting younger. So for me, I am definitely single. I would love to be with somebody. Like, I'm so... This is my first time being single, like, in two years ever. Like, since since I was younger, I've always had, like, girlfriends and shit. But then when I became 17, of course, I had my first, like, boyfriend that cheated on me. And it was a whole lot of shit.
1: That's literally how it happens with the young couples. But we, why like I said, this is more topics. um, I feel like a lot of people are younger experience, they don't know how to be in a relationship because typically, I guess with our age range, you know mid twenties, a lot of us weren't always open or they they started being open like late teens, early twenties when they started experiencing stuff with their first relationship, they didn't know what they want, and when people don't know what they want, that leads to them not being not only true to themselves but true to the relationship, and you know if people get in relationships nowadays. I wouldn't say, well, yeah, nowadays, you know, literally for clout, they want to be cute for Instagram or get with somebody for the benefits, not really who the person is at their core, or not because the person makes them happy. You know, they may appeal to them for certain aspects, but that isn't ultimately what they want, and so they go outside the relationship to find what they want. I mean,
0: I can tell you why I got cheated on, (laughs) because I didn't know how to have sex with him.
1: And see, that's the problem. I've been in a relationship like that before, where I was with somebody, and let's, I'm not gonna say this, and I'm I'm not a size queen whatsoever, you know. <laughs> size For the that don't know it's about a how size you queen, use please
0: it. Please do explain.
1: A size queen is someone who, you know, if you're not packing, and it's up to their standards, they they're not gonna. Get what it does choose.
0: packing even mean? Though? That's what's what I'm. Mean.
1: And packing is perspective. A lot of people, especially I noticed with girls, um, you know, they they feel like you know. Eight inches is big, and to me that's not that big. That's a decent size. It's like on the bigger side of average, but like I said, my very first, you know, relationship. I told you that like, we talked about, like right at the gate 14 I was dealing with somebody that was twelve inches. So I know what big is. Wait, 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 wait Now keep wait, wait, wait. now now this disclaimer. What's big, sweetie? <laughs> this oh. <dick. laughs> But disclaimer, at fourteen we were not having sex yet. I was not that uh I was not ready. Like I was fourteen. My my body was not fully developed. I mean, to be honest, I was not about to wreck my sense. wall I was not I was not gonna wreck my wall before they were even fully constructed. No, it was not gonna happen. At fourteen so, I was really sex, for like, with females though.
0: Like I've always same, been in definitely
1: same, same. But I just I couldn't do it at fourteen, mm-hmm. which is probably why I got cheated on. But I mean I'd rather get cheated on than the be wearing the pants for the rest of my life
0: Uh, you are out of fucking control (laughs) even like that for me even like the concept of how people would be like oh don't fuck nobody with no big dick or don't don't, don't, don't," the body literally then again this is not a vagina i'm talking about never mind take that back the anus can definitely prolapse and stretch the fuck out and fall out from inside your stomach
1: it can stretch it, it lubrication is key and when I say that, you know, this is, you know there's, there's definitely bottoms in verse who know their body and there's some who... Were you trying to say you don't know body. yours? Oh, I know mine. <laughs> definitely. But when I say know your body, you have to... If you, and to know your body, you have to experience different sizes and different mm-hmm. positions. And It took me a good three years before I know my body. You know, what position to work for me depending on your size. Um, And typically what I found out is that the smaller
0: ones are the ones... Talk the about ones. it talk about it and even in regards to like and the smaller <laughs> ones be the ones who like so fucking excited i want to like stab shit up and it's like
1: and that's what oof. i was that's the relationship i was talking about the one who got mad i didn't care that it was smaller and when i first started dating i was more of a bottom until i started to the verse world but yeah my friends also call me a bdb you no know, big, big bottom, and I got tired of, know kind of wait, I got wait, tired wait, wait, wait. see I, need a, I, need, I wish I had a bomb that I could drop <laughs> it, like,
0: boom, right down from there um, you call yourself a like, BPP, wow, I haven't heard that in so long, I
1: didn't give myself that title my friend gave me Own that that shit, title, what so. you mean? I mean, that's fine, but it got disappointing <laughs> after a while for about a good two, three years of dating and 90% of the people I was with weren't, you know, my size, and I'm just like is this what the rest of my life's gonna be? But like I mean, like it's not about that, it's just about you know how to use it and please
0: me because
1: I'm not we're not getting my right. personal life.
0: Right, it's the first episode. Let's, for the, let for let the record, I am in a relationship. Them and in that, slowly, it's the first yeah. it's the first episode.
1: <clears throat> but um oh well, let's just say I'm not all about just hardcore penetration and I mean who is? I mean, once you know, get older you I, I, I some people are, but I, I love for play, you know. Specifically, like I'm very, I'm an emotional person. Let's start there. Yes, like I love cuddling. I love making out. Just give me time with you. Like when I get horny, I get horny for quality time, intimacy, not sex. Like, let me look at your face. Let me look you in the eyes and talk to you. Like that's the thing. Do you smoke, my my little baby? Yes, I smoke. Uh, Oh, damn! But like that's the thing. Like one of my favorite things to do. It's like literally every morning I try to wake up and see my boyfriend like a sweet text message, you know, "Good morning, handsome. Good morning, sexy. Something. Hope you
0: have a good day." You I know? miss those days. And I'm not gonna I lie, miss those like, days, you know.
1: and and like literally we're coming up on our anniversary, and like literally a few days we've been have been together for a year and seven months. Although we kind of yeah. sort like flirting, it's been about it'll be two years. And yeah, two years. I still
0: flirt like it's the first time, right?
1: And I, I see. do. Um, but he's a Taurus. I mean, he's not that touchy feely. Taurus is the most emotional
0: all of all the Earth signs, but they're just not expressive. They're mostly like introverted, and emotional. Exactly.
1: And it's like, like in person, like, oh my gosh, but it's terrible because you know I to say it's terrible. We're long distance at the moment, and we've been long distance our entire relationship. And I've only seen him once, literally in the past year and seven months, but. <sighs> Like I said, our relationship was built off of, we, it, we didn't joke with our relationship. It was just more of a, I was single at the time, like, and it's crazy that he wasn't even my type. Like, he's skinny. I don't like skinny guys.
0: Well, I never did. I like, wait, 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 wait. Pause. Pause. Somehow. I just realized something. I described the people, to like uh, myself to the people, how do you look? How tall are you? Like, what's, what's up with you? For people who can't see how you look, describe yourself. Well, I'm
1: five, eight um average build somewhat thick i'm not i'm, I'm i am not i am i I definitely have a small frame i'm a size 30 31 in the waist 5 8 but i do have a little bit of a stomach but that's okay because wow. i gotta I mean i ain't gotta look for nobody that's fine i'm just saying i don't have to look i got hopefully i got you know got everything but i mean like i've never had a complaint so like, in the, that's the thing in the South, like, people's geography towards thicker people, like, having ass, hips, thighs, and a little bit of stomach, that's what people like. And that's actually one of my insecurities because, like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, oh, my God, I have a pot belly, but, like, I just have, like, a little pudge, but me just trying to get into the industry, I know how stuff is in L.A., like, I'm trying to get rid of this before I go out there. And...
0: I feel like nowadays but, um, hmm. a lot of, like, let me say, "quote unquote," regular bodies are becoming a lot more like popular or attainable because, like, with me, Except yeah, you. with me, like last year, I lost like thirty-seven pounds because I used to run ten miles a day trying to be a fucking skinny circuit boy, looking like
1: uh, the dedication. <sighs> so, how tall are you? And how some people,
0: people get? who listen out there, let me just give a quick description. I am six-two. Um. I currently weigh 167 pounds. My goal by end of this year to be at least 200, but with muscle, not fat.
1: Oh gosh, see, yeah, I'm like, okay, so like I said, I'm five eight. Um, last year in time, me and my boyfriend met. I was like
0: 183 pounds. Damn, that's like, I, I didn't that look that big, big. Solid like weight. That's what I want. When the wind blow, you don't fall down like me.
1: But the thing was like I, it wasn't I wasn't like fat fat and it wasn't like oh I had a huge stomach it was like it's proportional but like a lot of my weight was like in my thighs and ass like you know and that was cute and all but I didn't realize it until looking back at pictures earlier this year how much weight I lost right now I'm at 155 I was at 147 but holidays came and I've been slacking in the gym and eating so you're not know, getting a few back but it's it's gonna go back like. But yeah, like I can definitely appreciate my relationship, with my boyfriend, because I didn't realize how big I was when you know we got together. So like, I definitely know it's like, you know, he likes me for me and not
0: for mm-hmm. me. You know, I, I would, go. I don't think I could date somebody that's like muscular like me. I want to dude that's, like, okay, for okay. So people who don't know, I, I, I would say I think I'm attracted to both men and women. I think so. I don't really. I wouldn't say I don't know, but I just feel like everything is so subjective. I'm attracted to everyone, everything, just depending on what type of energy you bring to me, right? So for me, I love younger women, but I like older men. It's weird. Or ew. It's weird.
1: Not older. Like I mean, I'm old, saying, but like, I'm
0: 26. I know. Yes, like, like 30. You like 30.
1: You like, you know, you like a good 30, 35. You know, someone who has like a good credit score their own place, their own car. I like the
0: idea of stability, but once I've reached here... You like
1: stability and someone that, that you know, is very sexually...
0: Understanding of what they, they want, because I know, they how, know they
1: how to have a good and sex. And I know how
0: you can going to give it to me. Because a
1: lot of people they are 20, they don't know how to have good sex. They And just, that's they
0: because don't. they have multiple partners. Granted, there's nothing wrong with that. But the,
1: relationship
0: no. sex teaches you what you like and what you but don't he-
1: Quit. Exactly, but people don't how to communicate. People scared to say when the sex is not bad, and like in my bad relationship. What you gonna do? Say hey, exactly. babe, that dick
0: was shit. Like, coming like what?
1: No, but I mean, I definitely like I said, I can tell you what I told him. I said, you know, hey, you know, I'm a pleaser. I mean, sex should be beautiful for, for both parties for sure, for sure. If if it's just about you getting your pleasure, I'm not for it. But and I'm and I'm not just gonna use you to get my pleasure unless the a hookup. But I haven't had one of those in about a good.
0: Two, two and a half years so, and what's was the but, issue with like the idea of like people being so against the hookup culture in the within the gay community but like in straight culture hookups are like the best thing ever like everybody does it.
1: I would say it's the best thing ever because my best friend she's straight but like me and her talk about relationships and compare her relationships which I mean I wouldn't necessarily say comparing relationships because you you shouldn't compare your relationship to anybody else's. that's only going to set you up for bad expectation was going to lead to mm-hmm. disappointment. But just seeing how the dating world is in the street community versus the gay community is totally different. It's like, damn, a lot of shit she's been through I would never tolerate. Like, a lot of people, especially in the community, they're fine with just staying in a talking stage and not being committed for like a good year. What's that about? Upset.
0: Like, let's let's get into that. Let's get into one of the questions that somebody actually sent you, and let's get into that real quick. What is that about? Is it because people want okay, to keep the so one of the
1: clean? questions... I think so. Everybody's scared of commitment. I think that's more of a generational thing, not necessarily a gay thing. But um, one of my friends on Instagram, Keegan, asked why are so many people afraid of commitment and rather be with benefits or say we're just talking? And like I just said, I think that's more of a generational thing, not necessarily a gay thing. But like I said, I've never been okay with that because me being a cancer and I'm. I'm gonna plug him out here. You know. You know your friend Kenneth. He has an amazing video on his uh, YouTube right now. He's mm-hmm. flawless about the zodiac signs. And as a cancer, I'm very emotionally aware and fluent.
0: But so, even to mention him, I look you feel that video could be low key, a little. I will not even say biased because he's a Pisces, so he's a water sign as well. Yeah, so he's coming from respect a, a perspective that's totally different than how I would imagine. It to be because let me give you my explanation as to why people are.
1: Imagine what to be
0: like his experiences with like other zodiac signs are based off of his perspective, well, right?
1: And and definitely, but I'm, I'm speaking for myself and not other signs. I'm just saying, as so a you cancer, relate. I um, mean, what tip, Typical? no, I was just gonna say, typically, water signs are a little bit more emotional, earth signs are emotional, but they keep it hidden, fire signs are egotistical, and ear signs well, are just, just yeah. Are very there's they're, they're yeah. very um, self centered, somewhat to fire signs, but they're a little bit mm. nicer. It's a, like air signs are very self centered and nice people, but fire signs they're very they're very charming and self centered, but almost to the point of arrogant. I it's feel very like few all that I know that are I very
0: are very charming, but they're dark. Like they have a dark charm yeah. to them. Like it's never exactly meant to make the other person feel good. But it has, like, an underlying, like, this is for me type of gratification underneath it. But to touch on the topic as to why people, I feel like everybody is just talking to people and just flirting is because of social media. Social media has given us access to millions of people. And now humans are moving to the idea of, like, polygamy versus um, monogamy because we were taught that we were supposed to get married, one wife, one husband, whatever.
1: I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you finish. And
0: because of, like, social media, people have access to a lot of people. Granted, because you have access doesn't mean that you should not be able to control your free will to act accordingly. But because there's so many options, it's just, like, and you have to understand, different people provide different things for different people. Like, me and you talking on this podcast, I could do that with you, but I can't do that with somebody else. One of my friends and be jealous. Hey, why you ain't make a podcast with me? That's not the energy you bring for me, so I can't get that from you. So a lot of the times, people are like different. And that's the same,
1: way I am way. like I have friends too, and it was just like you know, I think the reason it's like we, me, you, we, we could we could be friends. You know, like we you know we definitely, I would say we more, were more acquaintances before this podcast, but we could be friends. But the thing is that generally, our closer friends are people who are are very much so like us. And the reason why this podcast is to just have someone who's slightly different to where we could debate and talk about stuff and have this dialogue and let us, you know, let people see two different perspectives and not just one side. Without
0: over-talking each other, which is the best part.
1: (laughs) Exactly. But like you were saying, um, the whole social media thing, like, um, social media gives us access to a lot of people and I have a bit of a problem with social media now. I don't get too much into it, but I just... I understand men, and, okay, how would you feel about your partner liking thirst traps of someone else when you're in a relationship? Show it
0: to me. Send that shit to me. Let me like it, too. For me, I feel like the idea, right, This, this is my perspective of just life and the idea of attraction and how it works, if a man or a woman or a human comes to me, like, you are the only person that I'm attracted to. You're the only person I, I, would, I would literally run for the hills. Because I feel like as a human, there's so many like, things that attract us to, to people, to, to items, to clothes. You can't tell me that I'm the only person you're attracted to. Like, the idea of attraction. Right. I, so I, I'm
1: never going to be there naive
0: to believe Right. It. So, I like to create the space so that we can both openly, like, oh, babe, look at this. Damn, he's cute. Look at th-. what you do with those intentions are, like, right. are what really, like, makes the whole conversation shift. Because, for me, if you in the corner with your phone hiding, trying to double tap a picture, that's crazy. Versus, like, damn, like, look at his ass, babe. He's fat as fuck. I'd be like, yeah, like, let me see. Zoom in. That's my energy, I like to create a space of like free expression because I don't think humans are possessions. I think they're just literally partners, as people would say, I hate the idea, oh, you're mine, this is mine uh,
1: I'm it. sorry, I'm very possessive, and, and I, I think the reason for me, the reason why I'm like that now which is because you know we're we're getting close to two year mark, and the conversation we've had conversations about moving in, which hopefully is gonna happen sometime this year aiming for, you know, summer or my birthday, around right two-year mark. But um, we're going to talk about marriage, and I'm not going to lie, like, I, I'm not going to lie, I jumped the gun a bit last year. Like, I got so caught up in being in love, I was just like, I'm ready to propose right now. But I wasn't necessarily ready to get married, and I think I kind of scared him a little bit, because like, the intent was to get married, but I feel like, I want those people, like, there's nothing wrong with getting engaged, because, it's a, you know, like, I do want to marry you, but we can have a long engagement. It's not for right now. You know, I want us to be engaged, like get engaged and enjoy being with each other and getting ready to get married, but still allowing ourselves the freedoms do we want and chase our dreams and you know do stuff and then have that come after the fact. That's to be bonus. And crazy thing is, me and my relationship now, you know, very early on in the relationship, we had conversations about polygamy and polyamory and stuff like that, and whether or not we were open to a third party and um, we actually surprisingly we both weren't opposed to having a third party in a relationship or I wouldn't say a third party in a relationship I would say just in general like I'm open to the idea of polyamory I feel like it'll work for some people and some, some it won't however I feel like in my relationship it, it it's, it's not needed that's like he's all that I want and need and from what I've understood so far you know he's told me the same thing so we don't need anybody else we have no desire to have three so or anything like that. But, you know, I've sent, I've definitely sent him, you know, videos of guys twerking and shit on Instagram. Like, damn, he got a fat ass, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and, but I do have a problem, like I said, with social media, like bringing it back to the social media aspect, you mentioned where everything is already available with the types. And I'm definitely going to say I'm secure with my relationship, but I just kind of feel like. I just feel like, you know, it's fine. Like, social media is like, you know, you can like, you can follow somebody, you know, they're cute. You can like their picture. I don't have a problem with that. But I feel like, uh, you know, you, other people shouldn't be getting things that I'm not getting from you, you know? You shouldn't be leaving hard eyes under somebody's picture when you're not doing it to me. Or you shouldn't be, you know, what, what do you liking, mean liking like every single... It to
0: me? Is, is it, because you might misconstrue it as a form of, like, jealousy, which you do have justification. Oh, oh, I'm
1: definitely jealous. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie about that. I'm a very jealous person. But then jealousy
0: relates back to the idea of possession. And the reason why I'm so, like, anti possession No,
1: it's... But it's not necessarily possession. It's just that in in a relationship, if we're in a committed relationship, I feel like as your partner, your boyfriend, I should have been getting anything... I mean, nobody else should be getting something for you that I'm not getting from you. Whether it's money, attention, you know whatever whatever and i mean i'm gonna say this now because I me and we're definitely gonna talk about it tomorrow but i'm not gonna say we argue a lot i just typically don't like him going to the club never gonna have a problem with him going to the club with his friends but us being long distance we don't have that time in person like we want to but he goes to his phrase but you know he goes to you know most clubs, you know, free before 11, he'll get the club about 11, which is, you know, one o'clock in the morning my time, and he'll stay till it closes in LA, which is, like, mm-hmm. two, you know. So, like, four of my time, and by the time I'm asleep, and it's just, like, you spend four hours with your friend, three, four hours with your friends or whatever, and I'm, you know, meanwhile at home, I'm not waiting to around for you to call, but generally, like, us both working two jobs, we don't have that l- the luxury of sit on the phone and FaceTime for four hours, three, four hours. And that's what what I want. So I don't have a problem with you going to the club and having a good time. But I do feel like it's unfair for you to spend time with somebody who you just met a few months ago for four hours when I'm not getting, I can't get a four-hour FaceTime on a Saturday. But you can go out Friday night at Below. And you get what I'm saying now? I
0: do get what you're saying. It definitely makes sense based off of the perspective that you've presented But
1: I don't care about you going out. I want you to have fun. But you can't tell someone you want
0: them to have fun, but then you give them restrictions on their own free will. See what happens.
1: It's not a restriction. It's not a restriction. It's more of a make sure your home, your relationship is good and they're getting what they need before you go and do something else. That that's simply it. So yes, I'm definitely jealous of people who just come into your lives, but definitely getting to spend more uninterrupted time with you than I am and the yes, person is new all day and,
0: people you know, spend a lot more time and, playing oh, with new shiny toys it happens all the time and then they go back to the yeah, ones that I mean, they like
1: oh and see but pause But well, we gonna get to the stuff because I'm definitely gonna FaceTime you to yeah yeah yeah, the yeah for sure because no because I think I think you know this person Ooh. and I do not like this motherfucker and I told my boyfriend he don't even know what I'm talking about but um when I get to LA it's on site. I'm beating this nigga ass because I just feel like he's a hoe. He's bad. For probably. Him, and it just is what it probably.
0: Is. If if he's talking like that, he probably. He's younger. Is. He's
1: like 21, 22. I mean, he's not a bad. I wouldn't say he's a bad. He's very definitely very attractive, but oh, I'm I'm a lurker. Like ba- ba- you, ba- they, I you know I are not mean, even like the eating, complete
0: opposite. Like I really don't stress about shit versus what I'm gonna eat tomorrow, and that's what makes people feel like. I
1: mean, I don't bad. stress either. But, however, you get to a certain point. As to where, well, at least I, I reached a point, Not I'm saying now, like I'm definitely secure, but I did reach a point a while ago, uh, before we were a year in, or about a year in, and still kind of rocky. We, I'm not going to lie, we hit a rough patch uh, earlier last year during the summer. We took a break for like um, two weeks, which I don't know, like what is a break? I don't believe in breaks, but. What do you mean you don't I believe do in questions? breaks? What, what does that mind? mean for you? That's why I say, what is a break? A break, does it mean we're broken up? Or does that mean we're just taking a step back? Because I don't believe in breaks. Like, I don't want to work from a shit. Like, there is no break. Either we're together or we're not. But for him, a break was we're still together. I just.
0: So it sounds to me that there's a lot of miscommunication going on between, like, from what you're telling me, at least. And it's like, I don't know if there's a mutual ground being met because the idea of him going out to blow with his friends for me. This is my this is my opinion of what I would mm-hmm. do. If I was with someone and they're like, yeah, babe, I want to go out to the club with my friends or whatever, I'm going to blow I'm like, cool. Here, take three hundred dollars, have a good time. That's the type of person I am because I like to kick people to And I'm with
1: fine with that. I'm honestly fine with that because he started going out like, you know, we weren't even together for a good two months. We started going out to the club regularly going to party and stuff. I didn't have a problem mm-hmm. with that. But it became a problem when I felt like I wouldn't say the best friend because the best friend was in the picture before me, so I'm not gonna ever take you know, spend time with your best friend who was there before me. That's 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 ridiculous. However, somebody new, that's just
0: no. And you the best friend needs to know their place too. At the same time, even though that's the best friend,
1: the best friend doesn't know a place like me and the best friend are cool. Me and the best friend follow each other on Instagram. There's okay. not a problem there with the best friend. It's just the new individual, like I said, who gonna get these hands?
0: Granted, so, people man. always say like, you know, I'm your friend. I was there before the man was here. I was there when when he leaves. I'll be there. All that good stuff.
1: And, and I definitely believe that friend is. So I'm not, I'm not concerned about that friend. I definitely believe that friend wants what's best for him and going to support him and is a good friend to him. So that's not a problem. Like I said, my only issue was that hey, you going out to the club with your friends for like two, three hours, two, three, four hours, and just you know, give me that. It don't have to be every day, but you know, like I said, we both we both working two jobs, you know, in a long distance. You know, I'm two hours ahead. You know, I get up go to the morning, get up go to my first job. You know, five, six in the morning, which is three, four in L. A. He's dead asleep. Like he only been asleep for like one, two hours, and then I get off that job about eleven, twelve, and if I work like a long shift, I don't get up for like two. And he's already his first job, so he can't talk on the phone. Then I am go to my second job, and when I'm in my second job, he's his first job. But if he gets off, I'm already at my second job, so we can't talk, you know. But we definitely do typically, like, FaceTime every single night, with the exception of a few nights. You know, he Wait, might forget so to a call, and too sleepy so to So basically, call. it's a
0: pattern that's been created, and now it's like, if you miss, I'm going to say if you miss a night, but if you miss a night, you'll notice it. Because the time that you to take for yourself definitely. and do the things that you wanted to do, now you are, like allocated it to Face timing him and now that you're not being able to speak with him, it's like, okay, what the fuck I'm gonna do with myself while he's using his time and having fun.
1: No, 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 no. I disagree. I mean, I underst it I I wouldn't I would say like it was like that when I had off days when he was at work, it was just like okay, So what yeah. do
0: you normally like, do when you don't when you're not speaking with him and you're not working? Like what what's what are your hobbies? What do you like to do?
1: I'm I am a big ass nerd, like um, I'm a musician. Like I consider myself an artist, like a creative in all aspects. I definitely write, um, I write poetry and songs, but I also am a musician. I play flute, clarinet, um, violin, viola, guitar, piano. So, and I definitely got bought a guitar a few weeks ago, and I've been picking up and playing it stuff since he is a singer. and It's going to be on American Idol. Like, I'm just like, you know, you chase your drinks, I'm going to do mine too, and hopefully, you know, we have a chance to work together, collaborate. You know, I'm the, he he. <laughs> He thinks it's a joke, but I said, you know, hey, I'm got this guitar, like I'm gonna be in your band, I'm gonna be your guitarist and your security guard. That way I can we can work together and I can make sure nobody gets close enough to you. Why why do you feel like you and need to make sure nobody it.
0: gets close enough to him?
1: Because what from what I've seen, niggas are thirsty.
0: So then what does that have to do with with you versus him creating and setting boundaries of people not having to have the opportunity to disrespect you? I feel like it's his responsibility and not yours to be more so worrying about, like, people trying to come on to him. He should be able to provide. And I definitely agree.
1: And I feel like, and I feel like he, um, he does a decent job. I wasn't the best, but he does a decent job. Like, people flirt, he doesn't really flirt back. However, I feel like he's just a friendly person and trying, you know, he's in the industry and, this is his first time. He definitely, he was on the voice a few years ago, back in 2014 or 15, and made it through to the semifinals. So he and not he's a lose tourist, which he's
0: sexual as fuck. So
1: he just gives off that energy, but I mean, it's not like, oh my God, he's just like flirtatious. However, I, what I feel like, I want to say this other problem, I feel like the thing with him is that he, um, how do I put it? People flirt with him and he, He's oblivious to the fact he's taking it as being friendly, being a fan. When I can say like, no, this nigga is hard. They flirting, and you need to shut that shit down because I'm gonna shut his ass with my fist or a gun.
0: Wow. So when people flirt with you, how do you respond? Like, what's your normal go to?
1: I don't. I just had a mutual friend on Twitter. Uh, we were talking the other day, and he, uh, we were talking about birthdays and stuff. And he said he was like, hey, what do you think? i was like 25. He's 31." I'm like, oh, I thought you were, like, 25, 26. Like, you look good for your age. He's like, thanks, handsome. And I was just like, I did the conversation right there. Like, no. Why? Not going to happen. I just feel like it's a, it's certainly a respect. And, you know, if people want to flirt with you, that's fine. You know, we definitely really take a People tell me he's cute, he's handsome, blah, blah, blah. I don't have a problem with that. I don't. Like, but like I said, like, like I said, going back to blow, like, I just know it's like a lot of the gays and every touchy feely, and I, I'm, I I definitely relate to Monique from Love Hip Hop, you know. I, I will catch a charge and not think twice about it. I will beat the fuck out of you within an inch of your life.
0: Wow. You're very passionate. And
1: I, like that. I am passionate. Because I feel like but, if you take I'm, that I'm, energy I'm,
0: and you direct it to stuff that you're actually like, you can be fucking powerful.
1: And that's what I'm doing now with my thing. Like I said, we don't have very many problems at all surprisingly, we just we bash heads just because he's more it's crazy see, like he's more laid back and I'm more I want not say tense but emotional. And we just have a different perspective, but that's honestly why we got together go like it bounces us out because like we talk about things and like I could be like so upset about something he can talk and be like, look at it this way. And I can get calmed down or like you know, we're we we be, we're opposites, but we balance each other out. You know, what he lacks, I have and what I lack, he has. That's my I'm as a couple. But I just do feel like literally our only issue is that I'm a little bit more affectionate and emotionally. So how are you dealing with, how chill. are you dealing,
0: how are you as a cancer who loves me? I smoke
1: creates. a lot, okay. a lot, a lot, and drink a lot. He's like, oh, you need to drink, he quit drinking, he quit smoking. I'm like, you need to mind your business. You need to make sure these hoes don't get beat up, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, I literally had to get to the point where I just kind of had to accept certain things for what they were. Not that I was settled, but it's just like, okay, people are like, and that's the person, of somebody who's like very physically attractive, you know? People going to throw themselves at them. It's like, you got to be secure and say, hey, you know, I know my spot. And it is what it is. But, I, although I know my spot, I'm still never going to be okay. with Somebody disrespecting them Sell. I mean, disrespecting me, you know, or disrespecting our relationship. And it's, it's what it is. And I feel like him, not that he disrespects our relationship, I just feel like he kind of don't give people flirting. It's just like they're not flirting Just being a fan. I'm like, well, your fan can still get beat the fuck up. And that's just what it is, like.
0: Right, because sometimes to me, like, flirting is so subjective, and it's so like, people flirt in the most odd ways possible, even me. People take some, like, even like just communicating. on Okay, okay just, I'm
1: going to give you an answer. So one of our I'm going to say one of our biggest, but an argument we had like over a year ago, like maybe a few after we got together, um, some random, I wouldn't say random, but one of his followers left a comment on his page with like some hard eyes or like some jewelry emojis and like a ring and he liked it and responded, which I feel like was very inappropriate because I mean, I can control what other people say, but you can just say thank you but you didn't have to respond with emojis. So are, is you and his people. relationship
0: something that's public, granted It doesn't have to be for him to set to standard, but is it something that's public that other people would know to, like, that's not just
1: a, That's very... Uh, I don't even know how to answer that question. Like, his his family, like, his friends know about me, and his mom knows, his brothers know, so... But I would say as far as social media goes, I don't think I've ever been posted except for when I was after her birthday, maybe. If that... But at the same time, it's not like... Uh, I mean, he's definitely on my page. Like, if you go look at my Instagram, like, there's definitely a video of us in below from the night of his birthday. So... But, I mean, it's not like, oh, my God, like... You know, we never, like, made our relationship like, okay, we're in a relationship. This is who we are now. It's like we're still our respective individuals. But, I mean... I feel like the important people know what I mean, but I still feel like we haven't heard had a discussion yet, and I I don't feel like we've needed to have the discussion just yet. But so I feel like he feels like as an entertainer, a or singer, or whatever, he needs to have the the look of appearing available.
0: Of course, I totally understand. But that.
1: I, I disagree. I but I disagree because I feel like there's so many artists who give off sex appeal and are very desirable, but have whole wives and husbands and families. And stay respectful. One of the biggest um, examples, in my opinion, is Tiana Taylor. Like, if you look at Tiana, she just drips sex appeal. But you know, she got her man. And See, but you know that. Home.
0: For for me, a perfect example would be Nicki Minaj when she was with Safari. And nobody really knew because she would be kissing right. Nas in music videos, to other people, and literally, you can understand how people separate work from what they do with you at home. And I felt like once you have that security. I don't know if you have it yet, though. That's the only thing, because it sounds as if you don't. But it's more so Ooh. because it's a long distance, and I feel like
1: you're not gonna, you're not gonna get me. You're not gonna give me on a show like this. I got though, to
0: because, like, I wanted people to understand, like, I'm not gonna be, um, I'm not, a, I'm not a yes man. So for me, I'm not afraid of confrontation, and, and the confrontation is very beautiful because it clears perspective. And I'm not
1: either. So
0: I, but I feel
1: so like feel like And the curse thing is, I'm not, as a cancer, you think, oh, I'm so touchy-feely, like I'm scared of a conversation. I'm not. However, I'm also the person, I'm not going to bring up an issue every time it happens. Like, like especially something small, like I'll wait and see if it keeps happening. Then I'll bring up, okay, like this has happened multiple times. Now it's becoming a bigger issue. You know, I'm not going to be like, okay, you didn't do this or you did that every single time you do it. Like, no. I'm not afraid of confrontation. Versus him, I feel like whenever I do have an issue, he just, I'm not going to say he's not conversational. He just he doesn't like talking about feelings as just a tourist like he don't want to talk about feelings and stuff like
0: is it he that he it doesn't want to talk about it or you just you're not understanding his way of wanting to communicate? Because I have to like humble myself and learn that some people don't communicate. What do
1: you mean? His way to communicate because it's never him initiating these conversations. It's always.
0: But that's the thing. He doesn't have to communicate verbally. Like if you, if this is the person that you want to be with, you got to take the time out to learn the way how he communicates. If he in the morning, you text every morning, "Good morning, handsome. Good morning." But don't
1: you think he should do the same with me? Well,
0: why do you feel as though he's not?
1: Um, and in the same yeah,
0: breath, the to. way that you're speaking right now, I don't feel like you even has to do much work because you're very expressive. So for him, you're like an open book. You just you just project it. Like, hey, this is how exactly. I'm feeling. So, what it is, let's work on it. With him, it's like, damn, like, can I do anything right? Basically, that's <laughs>
1: for You sound like him, and we had to talk about that. And I just asked him, like, uh, maybe a month or two ago, why he didn't like talk about his feelings or why he like having talks. And he was like, because he said he feels like every time I say I want to talk about feelings, he feels like it's a problem. And I say it's the exact opposite. It's not just I necessarily feel like it's a problem. It's just more so understanding because I would rather address a problem before it happened than have something happen and just, like, it's going to come back from it. So, of course, I'm gonna I'm not going to say every single day or every week or every month, but maybe every other month or so, I would like to check if you're feeling about me and stuff to let me know, okay, hey, am I doing this wrong, or could I be doing this better? That way, you know, because if we aren't having those conversations, it eventually might get to the point where it just builds up. He's like, you know, I can't take this no more, you know? And this is somebody who, and I'm literally going to say this and I hope, I don't want to put this in the air, but like, this is somebody who I definitely could consider, even if we did break up, but that's not going to happen. I'm saying that now. You know, this is somebody who do. I consider my biggest blessing because in the past year and six months being with this person, I've definitely grown and changed and matured and calmed down. And I'm not going to sit up here and act like we're a perfect couple because we're not, but there's work to be done. That's why I know we're both not ready to get married, but we that's what I want, and that's the goal for both of us eventually, and we're working towards that. It's just, But like I said, I definitely have grown, but I think with him, he doesn't really know how to be in a real relationship. I know we never really talked about it, but just from, I know a few people he's talked to and stuff, and I just think he's not very right emotionally. Now,
0: in your most honest opinion, it, when he hears this, or if he hears this, how do you think he's going to feel about it?
1: Oh, I definitely think he's going to be upset that I'm talking about our relationship publicly. or well, not publicly, but to the certain extent of saying certain things, but I'm just like, we're not perfect. I don't think I said anything too bad. Like, mm-hmm. we have disagreements. I wouldn't ever say we had a serious fight. It is what, I mean, you know, it is what it is. Like, we're in a good space. I'm supportive of him. You know, we're good. Um, what else needs to be said? Like I said, we've had, I wouldn't say tough conversations, but serious conversations. And well, we're good. I mean, we don't see eye to eye every single day, but the most important thing is we're good and we do communicate. Like, mm-hmm. When I do feel a certain type of way, I let him know, like, hey, or, well, I'm not going to say right in there, which is kind of a problem for me because he has stuff going on. Like, so we're both very busy people and just me trying to be considerate. And I, I'm not afraid of confrontation, but I am a pacifist in a sense. Like, Oof. I don't like having conversations all the time or stuff, but I'm more of a person. I will keep stuff so I feel like it's the right time. So of course, like if you're at work and you have a bad day, I'm not gonna bring what up the is issue. The Right
0: time? I feel like that's low key underlying, like borderline <clears throat> high key selfish for you to decide when is the right time to speak on something. What if do you mean? Fi- so if you what well, every like-
1: time is the right time for me? That's the thing. But I'm more. It's more so I'm trying to consider what he's going through at that point in time. It's like if he had a bad day at work, I'm not gonna be like, well, why'd you do this? Or like wanna, you know, start a, a heated something and make this become heated you know or like if he's doing something as far as his career or i'm not going to want to bring up something that might be heat discussion which unfortunately turns up he just said you know you saying you you know you wait for the right time but when is it ever going to be the right time I and mean, you were he rather me just say it right then and there but I, i'm like i really do i am sorry and i hate the fact that i care so much about his feelings like i don't want to accept him upset him further when he's having a bad day that's, that's what it is but and my thing is like I wouldn't say he doesn't care at all because like do you, do you believe that like you can look at somebody and see how they feel about you sometimes
0: always for me I'm the type of person that can literally like stay in the corner of the room and read every single person I'm really high on energy crystal work light work and all that type of shit too So for me, I can immediately walk. Like, I I know when my spirit don't like somebody or somebody don't like me, and it's okay because I know not everybody's meant to like me or to be around me. And I've been in situations where people try to prolong expired friendships with me based off of, like, the benefit that I could provide, but their spirit would just not sit well with me. Like, even if you talk to somebody, if you ask them a question, people get so annoyed. If you... little things make me really really like aware and i'm at the point now where i'm not hesitant at all to remove people from my life
1: me either and but unfortunately that as of late in the past couple years has gotten me a reputation for being a bitch and too sensitive but as a cancer you know i love people i love making people happy but i've spent so much of my life making other people happy that i wasn't happy it's
0: not your job I don't know who you submitted an application to and what manager you did interview with. I started cutting
1: people off left and right. Um, I cut my best friend of seven years off like a year or so ago. Like in 2017, beginning 2018 because...
0: even with that, even with that... No, listen. Okay, so long story
1: short, long story short, I met SZA in December 2017. And not to get too much detail, we can talk about it another day, but mental health is a very serious issue and I suffer from um, bipolar disorder, bipolar-depressive disorder, as well as anxiety. But, so, I, like I said, I'm subjected to just having, like, spells. sometimes it could be a day, sometimes supposed be two weeks or a month. Mm-hmm. Of just getting in, like, a funk. I wouldn't say, like, oh, my God, I can think about suicide. I would just be, like, in a bad mood and I want to do stuff. Can I, can I
0: ask you a question? And, Wait, before we move forward mm-hmm. with this, I just want to know the style of communication we'll have. Because I just like to be respectful when people are expressing themselves are you the type that's okay with me interjecting and asking questions while you're speaking or should i wait until and then say what i have to say
1: it just depends on how serious the issue is i prefer you to wait but i have a problem doing it myself because I, I was on people who interjected and just it just depends on the person because my boyfriend like we used to have talks and i used to just cut him off and like i just got to it's, it's been a few times you were saying something i got you want to like let me say something but i try to wait until you finish
0: it's not even so, that but for can... me i like to listen like, to understand and not to respond exactly. so it's like if you're talking i'm and not gonna hold way. a question i have in my head to wait until the end because then i'm not genuinely listening to what you're saying oh, i just okay but also flow.
1: you can think about it because sometimes if you cut the person off, you might have cut them off when they were gonna explain it and give you the answer you're gonna ask for. Mm-hmm. And long story short, situation was my mom had cancer. Um, I just lost one. I just I just lost my job, and when my uncle just that, and I just broke up with my ex fiance. I was so very really depressed. And thought about killing myself, like dead ass. And the day I was going to do it, I had went and bought like a shitload of pills, like everything, sleeping pills, pain pills everything you could imagine, fucking vitamins, everything. I just going to take a whole bunch of them and drink and just, like, and that's what it was. And SZA reached out to me on Twitter and me her talked, and it's kind of like she, I kind of feel like she's my guardian angel in the sense because when I kid you not, me and this woman have a connection. Like, me and her have been talking to each other through, through Twitter for about three, going on four years now, and I met her, and we've had talks and stuff, like, Every I don't feel like it's a coincidence that every single time I've gone through a rough period in my life, she has been there and said something to me. So mm-hmm. you know? so that's why I was like, I had to go meet this girl. Long story short, this was 2017. I didn't have a car then. I do now, but all I had all I asked my friend to do was take me, uh, drive me like an hour and a half to uh, catch a train or bus or whatever. Not to, yeah, I took the bus, but road train, back. but anyway, I just asked her to take me like an hour and a half to, you know, catch the uh, bus to Chicago. And we talked about it for like a good six months before that, like back in June. And, and like I checked at her every month. Like, we still good, we still good. She's yeah, 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 yeah. She waits until the day of it, literally three hours beforehand and say, oh, I can't take you. And her excuse was she had to work. And she worked at a prison. If you work at a prison, you know that you aren't allowed to have your cell phone on your person at all while you're on the clock. And I guess she obviously forgot she was first my mom on Facebook because my mom saw her on Facebook posting pictures and videos while she was supposed to be at work. So I just cut the bitch off. Like, dead ass. Seven years. My thing was, like, you know how much it meant for me to meet this woman who I had deep conversations with, who really saved my life when you weren't there. And you just said no because you just didn't want to take me. So, I just don't accept disrespect, like, at all, like, I feel like I'm a very, like you said, you know me, like I'm a very, I'm gonna say I wasn't hard on my sleeve, even though I kind of do. I wanna deny it, but I'm open. You know how I feel, I'm not gonna hide it, you know who I am. So if you know who I am and you know how I operate, then we shouldn't be having conflicts, issues. I'm gonna tell you how I feel. And if you're my friend and you know how I feel, then why aren't you being considered my feelings? Like you could have easily just said, I don't feel like taking you, or I just don't wanna do it, but instead, you lie. I cut her off, not because she didn't want to take me, but because she lied about it. You know? And we've just been everywhere, but anyways, we co- we covered, you know, hookups to a certain extent.
0: We covered <laughs> I feel like this was well, a really, really we well, one. Good... I feel like
1: we have co- like covered hookups and we covered my relationship, which I wasn't planning on getting into, but sometimes, you know, you gotta...
0: Let it flow when it comes.
1: Yeah. So I'd definitely have a conversation with him tomorrow before he sees it or he hears this because I do not want to get you know get in trouble but it is what it is. Even the
0: concept of getting in trouble is so far-fetched to me. My last relationship that I was in was very, 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 very possessive and it was stemmed from Well, I think it's possessive but it's just
1: it's just that I don't want to portray a bad image of him since he's in the industry and trying to make a name for himself which I don't think I've done but he's still a very private person and he doesn't like talking about stuff but at the same time um, I don't feel like too many people will know who he is anyways unless you you know really lurking on my Instagram which I' probably just gonna make the stuff with us Private for the moment period um so yeah we're gonna avoid that the only people that know this is about him or my close close friends which they know this stuff anyway so hmm. but knowing him we're going on 84 minutes which is an hour and 24 a minute i'm just gonna sit through the whole conversation so with that being said um craig what do you think our next um, topic should be for Tuesday on your birthday.
0: Well, first of all, first thing we're gonna talk about is gay stereotypes and what we are allowed to and not to do. Like the whole concept of like quote unquote tops not being able to twerk or me fitting in between the cracks of like heterosexual normality behavior. Like I'm not flamboyant to at least to say I'm not any of that so a lot of times I can like exist within straight spaces and like I see a lot of
1: so you're somewhat past and you can pass
0: I guess that's <laughs> a word you could use we're
1: about codes which is my natural extent.
0: state of being isn't that that is relative to My identity. Hello? Okay. It cut out for a second.
1: Hmm? Let's say they cut out for a second. Yeah, I no, I've had explain. people deny
0: me of my identity okay. and tell me like